I didn't want anybody to know either what happened to me because I felt that if they knew that, uh, you know, they wouldn't care for me. So growing up, I felt uh, I was very wicked because of what happened to me, but I could never tell anybody. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today we'll hear from a Cree woman who suffered terribly at the hands of others, and the poor choices she made only added to her pain. But then she cried out to God, and He did something amazing. Hi, my name is Winnie Bear, and I'm from Peguis, Manitoba, First Nation. When I was young, I, I, growing up, it it wasn't um, it wasn't easy. It was a very hard life. We uh, grew up in an alcohol home, and there was a lot of violence. Also, too, from outside of the family, there was. Uh, sexually abused somebody that uh, the family trusted and so growing up I felt alone um, always trying to be somebody else but I really enjoyed going to church with my granny also too I, I really enjoyed when the missionaries used to come out in the summertime um, used to go to the club meetings or whatever they, they used to be called I, as a young child, I, I didn't know the difference, but there I felt, um, I belonged there. So later on, the Dallas Community Gospel Fellowship Church, I started going to youth night down there, and then when I was 12 years old, we went to Winnipeg. There was some kind of a big youth conference, and I remember the pastor telling us that we all sinned, and fall short of the glory of God, and that we have to uh, ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive us for the things we've done, because that's why Jesus died on the cross, because we are all sinners, and that is only the way that Jesus Christ can, he's the one that died on the cross, and he paid for our sins, and can I think back, and way before I was even born, he died on the cross for all the things that that I'm going to do and that I did and he remembered me way back then and he he knows all of us and it's free it's just to believe and accept that Jesus Christ is the only way he's only the one that can make that sacrifice and he did and I was so so happy to to know that like you know he knew me by name way before I was ever born and didn't matter if I'm native or not because I felt, uh, when I'm, when I was younger, like when I, I felt that when I was a native that, uh, I'm nothing. I felt, I felt that we were, um, like not even people because I don't know. I just, the way we were treated, I guess. And, uh, I felt that, uh, like other races were higher. And we were almost like in the dirt. I never felt I belonged anywhere. And after when I knew that Jesus Christ, there's no difference. We're his children and I'm just so glad to know that. And uh, 
I gave my heart to the Lord that night. I remember there, me and my cousin uh, accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, and I was really excited when I came home, and I was telling my brothers and sisters, but they were just laughing at me. And then, uh, I'm like, I felt hurt, but I didn't want them to know. And I really enjoyed coming to youth groups, and so when, uh, as life was going on, I, I never drank or did those things, and but as I got older, I stopped reading my Bible and um, hanging around with Christian people because then I was already 19, and I started drifting away from the Lord, thinking that uh, it was okay, like as long as I'm not hurting anybody or trying to live a good life. Like I started believing that that's what Christian life was all about. And then when I was 19, I started drinking. And from there, it, when I look back, it's, that's when I start going downhill. I got involved and I had, uh, I had two boys in my relationship. Like he came from the same kind of background. Growing up too, I never knew, to, I never, uh, I always heard some people say like, you don't have to tell, tell them anything because if they know that you care for them, they'll leave you and stuff like that. Like all these lies and, but at the time I believed them, but I, I just felt like, um, I, I felt alone because I could never talk about anything. And I, I didn't want anybody to know either what happened to me because I felt that if they knew that, uh, you know, they wouldn't care for me. So growing up, I felt uh, I was very wicked because of what happened to me, but I could never tell anybody. So my boyfriend, he committed uh, suicide, and uh, I remember it, it was such a hard time in my life because I was also thinking of hell too uh, because I didn't want to go to hell. And I remember... Um, Telling my dad, like I, I was talking really crazy. Uh huh. I said I wanted him to come back to life, my boyfriend, because uh, he wanted to marry, but I never wanted to marry him because of the violence and the alcohol. I felt so alone. I felt like I was in a glass and nobody could hear me. And still, yet I never, I never called to the Lord, you know. I just kept on living the same old lifestyle. And uh, after so many years again, I, I got into another relationship and I had two more sons. And that, my lifestyle was just going downhill every day worse. And uh, I was getting tired of the way I was living because uh, now I have four sons and if I'm drinking, and smoking, and, you know, how could I tell them not to do these things if I'm doing it myself? And I really believe that people were praying for me, and also the Lord was trying to get my attention to draw me back. I know I just wanted to change, so I went to a treatment center. I figured if I go there, they'll tell me how to live, and everything will be all right. So I did go to a treatment center, but I went there, I remember that first meeting of the day there. Um, 
Also, that I told the people too that I didn't have alcohol problems. I just uh, living problems. Before that too, I could never tell the truth. I always tried to be like somebody else, and and yet I was crying, and I said that I didn't have a problem, and nobody else was crying, but they were just talking, and there was something in that meeting. There was something that I don't know. I just was speaking to me, but yet I didn't know what it was. Until that night, and I was, went to my room and I cried to the Lord. I, it's almost like I, I couldn't even see, like I couldn't even uh, grasp that the Lord was near. But yet I, I said, I know you're real, Lord, but I can't see. I can't. Uh, I don't know. I just like feel His presence or whatever. But I believed, and I, I remember in the Bible that He says that. Uh, He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I was trying to remember the verses out of the Bible. And, and that's when I told him, I said, I know you're there. I, I believe that you are. And I asked him to forgive me. And, and I was thinking about that meeting earlier. And I was saying what was happening in that meeting was, uh, I was looking at other people's faults and not my own. And I was saying in my mind, uh, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. And then that's when I told God, I said, uh, Lord, forgive me. Uh, you know, I'm trying to take that uh, speck out of somebody's eye. In the meantime, there's big logs in my own eyes. And I just asked him to forgive me and help me to look at my own self, not at somebody else's. And he did. You know, I just, uh, I asked him, I started looking at my own, my own sinful life and and I just felt that he was there with me like I just believed that he was and I felt so good that I said I'm tired of living the way I am and help me to be the person you want me to be help me dear Lord help me and you know Lord uh, maybe you could use me someday to for an example to other people to share what how how you help me to like to share with other people what you can do and I just felt so good just being honest with him and I I think that was probably the first time I was ever really honest with the Lord and then I just I felt almost like I was I don't know cut free from Something I just can't explain how good I felt. It just, I felt free. And I had a good sleep in it. The next morning when I went down for breakfast, we sat upstairs and I felt, uh, I honestly really felt free. I felt like I wasn't even touching the floor and the people noticed too and I just so excited. And from that time, it's, uh, that hymn is so true. Amazing Grace. From then, it's, I was, uh, it's like I wasn't, like I was blind before, but not physically, but spiritually. And I could see, and it was just totally awesome. Like starting life all over. In Romans 10, uh, 12 to 13, it says that we're, there's no difference, like native or, doesn't matter what nationality you are, when we call upon God. We will be saved. 
and also Psalms 40, 1-2, like when I cried out to the Lord, He did bring me out of that horrible pit and He promised that He will save us and to be free and I am. I just thank God for that. You can be free too and no matter who you are. Abuse and addiction have touched so many of our people and the results have been devastating. Maybe you know this firsthand, but as you've just heard, there really is hope and it's found in Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that Jesus bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. He understands pain. More importantly, he did what was necessary for our relationship with God to be restored by suffering in our place for our wrongdoing. Jesus' death on the cross satisfied God's justice. God tells us in the Bible, Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, to bring you to God by being put to death in the flesh, but by being made alive in the Spirit. My friend, it doesn't matter what you've done. God can forgive you, heal you, and give you a new life if you will turn to Him and put your trust in Jesus Christ. If you have any questions or comments, you can write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. Our web address is withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.